Hey, hey, now, thank you all for coming and welcome you to the Back on Track podcast. I am your host, Jennifer Bullbrook, aka I am somebody, and I am here dedicated to offering you a unique experience through inspiration and motivation by showing you that you are somebody. In this space, I share personal experiences, we discuss serious issues, we have some amazing guests on, and we talk about mental health and working through the process of having our thoughts serve us by incorporating new techniques into our daily lives. At I Am Somebody, we own who we are because we are somebody. And I am so extremely thrilled today because we have a special guest with us. We have a author and life coach and entrepreneur, Mr. Lincoln. How are you, Lincoln? I am so fine, Jen. So good to thank you for that wonderful introduction. Oh, you're very welcome. I am so glad that you reached out and decided that you wanted to come on the show. I had a quick view of your website and um, a little smit of your what you do, but I would love for you to be able to share it all with us. Well, <clears throat> I am. Um, I like to say that I ended up in teaching. And coaching, when, when I was in high school, you know, you have career day and, and they ask you, well, what would you like to be when you grow up? Mm-hmm. And Jen, I wanted to be an Air Force pilot. I was, and I was living in Trinidad and Tobago. We, in those days, we were still a, a member of the British Commonwealth. So I had all the requirements. I graduated from high school. I had all the requirements to go join the Royal Air Force as a cadet and start the process. Wow. I go to my mom and I say, Ma, I want, I want to join the Royal Air Force. And she looked at me and she said, no, you're not, you're not going to fight wars and get killed. And, all this. and in those days, what mom, you did what mama said. You know, you don't argue with mama. So, okay. <laughs> that, that's one thing that, you know, that, that's somebody that I wanted to become that, that got set aside. Mm-hmm. So, you know, my mom was a single mom, so I need, I had to find a job to help support the family. And so I started applying, talk to my friends, everybody applying for a job. We exchanging companies that hiring. Finally, I get a job with the civil service, part-time job. And um, I'm the mail clerk. So it was the most boring thing I've ever done. I'm so happy that was a temporary thing. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. apply for teaching. To be, you know, and, and the system was you, if you get selected, you start as an assistant teacher. You, mm-hmm. It's like a, an apprenticeship program. Yeah. Then, then you go to college and you get your bachelor of education and then you get a certified teacher. So I applied and guess what? what? <laughs> they, they interviewed me. Yeah. And they, and they selected me. Oh. I know. And I said, okay. So I go to the school. And Jen, mm-hmm. I loved it. Oh, I love it. I loved it. I, you know, this, I started teaching when like, I was about 18, 19 years old. Yeah. The kids that I was teaching were 14, 15 years old. And, and I, I could see the, you know, the hand of the Lord. Mm-hmm. He put me in the right place with the right senior teacher. Her name was Miss Miriam Batiste. She was such a good role model. Uh, and then she gave me freedom to do things, you know, and mm-hmm. it, it was amazing 
that experience, I, I became, I was, I taught this, this classroom. I was their cricket coach. I was their soccer coach. I was the athletic coach. I was the drama coach. And nice. I, I was like living the, in the school. <laughs> and you know what the great thing about this? They all now are grown up. Mm-hmm. They have their own kids and they have their, some of them even have grandkids. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And due to social media, they reconnect with me. And now they're sharing with me how I was such a great teacher. When I was teaching, I was just doing what I thought was the best thing to do, mm-hmm. you know, and focusing on, on, on the kids. What, what saved me was my mom was a teacher too. Oh, yeah. So I had the genes in me, Jen. I didn't know it, but the genes were... My older brother, retired vice um, principal of a high school, my younger sister, retired principal of an element. It's in our DNA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And every time I've tried to move away from teaching to try to be somebody else, mm-hmm. I get dragged right back into it. Right back into teaching and coaching. And how did I come to the United States? I didn't want to come to this country. I, no. was, having a, I was having a ball in Trinidad and Tobago. I, I was making so much money. Just again, I left teaching and I joined. I got, I got in, recruited to come and sell life insurance. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. A, I made That's a, a different change. But, but, That's yeah, a but, change. But then within two years of doing that, I was teaching the other guy how to sell life insurance. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then, you know, and it seemed as if you, when you can't run away from who you are. Yeah. Who you are. And then. Um, in 1984, I was vice president of JCS International. You want to hear what my territory was? What's my that? territory was Bermuda, the Bahamas, oh. Belize, oh. Suriname, and the Netherlands Antilles. And my role was to visit these countries, train and coach the, the, lo- the president, the local officers, mm-hmm. the members, do press interviews to let them know that you know what JCS is all about. And I must have done a good job. And so because in, that was in 84, I started campaigning for executive vice president because the, somebody that I wanted to be at that time, mm-hmm. I wanted to be the world president. Oh, nice. That was my goal at that time. I love it. And then in June of 84, I get this phone call. And it's the secretary general from the world headquarters, which at the time was in Coral Gables, Florida. His name was, uh, what's his name? I forget his name. Anyway, he calls me up and he said, Lincoln, how is it going, man? I said, it's going good. Oh, Richard, his name was Richard. <laughs> it's going great, Richard. What can I do for you? He said, we know you're running for executive vice president and we know if you run, you're going to win. Everybody loves you. You've done a great job for us. But would you love it when people tell you, but? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but. We, we need you. We have a, an opening at the world headquarters for a director of training and development. We've looked around and we've looked at different candidates and we would like for you to be that person. Oh, nice. I know. And if you, if you agree, we will make all arrangements to bring you to Coral Gables, Florida. Oh my goodness. I wasn't even expecting this. I didn't even know they had an, you know, this opening. I didn't mm-hmm. apply. This was the totally divine intervention. 
Because guess what? What? Jen? I had just gotten divorced. And I walked away from everything. I was starting all over again because mm -hmm. I'm not, I don't like, I don't hold on to material things. Starting all over again. So I prayed about it. And I got this sense, the Lord said, you need a break, son. Go. To cut a long story short, March 7, 19, 1984, 85, mm -hmm. I landed in Miami International Airport with two suitcases in my hand. And the rest is history. Wow. I developed several training programs. I trained trainers. I wrote manuals. They sent me to 37 countries all over the world to speak and train and coach. And it, it was like a foundation. And it kind of like, yes, this is who I am supposed to be. This yeah. is what I was created to do. Yes. Like a revelation. Yeah. It was no work, Jen. It was, I wasn't working. You I know? love it. Yeah. I was not working. I was helping people. I was, and I made friends all over the world. And I learned simple little things in life. It's the little things that make a big difference. Mm -hmm. For example, one of my territory was the Far East. You know, Japan, Korea, you know, South Korea, Taiwan, Hong Kong. I visited mm -hmm. all those countries. You know, they eat with chopsticks. Yeah. I learned to eat with chopsticks. Wow. And when I went there, you know, they're very social and mm -hmm. meals. And they see me eating with the chopstick. They embrace me. And it's be you. Be the yeah. best you that you were designed to be. Yeah. And, and that's how I got into what I'm doing today. You know, yeah. coaching, training, and I'm certified and really good. My favorite is social emotional intelligence profile. And look at what's happening in our world today. People are losing their self-control mm -hmm. and they are letting their emotions manage their behavior yeah. instead of managing their behavior. And that's why we have so much unnecessary killing and road rage. I mean, Jen, think about it. Look at our world leaders, you know, Mr. Putin and Mr. Biden and, mm -hmm. and all the others. Can they not come around the table and have a discussion? Right. Yeah. Instead of fighting and killing? Does yeah. that solve anything? Right. Come monkeys on, see, monkeys do as monkeys see, right? Yeah. yeah. I've always said that. I know that's a good statement because 70% of communication is nonverbal. Mm -hmm. People judge you based on how you behave, not what you're saying, but how you behave. Yeah. So we got to be able to manage our behavior. And then, you know, so many people are trying to live their life by somebody else's standard. You know, I, I want to be like that person. I want to be like this person. Okay, everybody has their pros and their cons. So if you want to pick the good parts, you know, the role model, mentor, but be you. Mm -hmm. There's only one gen in this whole wide world. Yeah. You know, the, the world population is about 8 billion people. There is only one Jennifer in this whole wide world yeah and when you die they can't even replace you no no you know and um are you married are you engaged i'm not married i have a boyfriend you have a boyfriend okay when he gets when he put that ring on your finger that diamond ring why is a diamond so much more valuable than the piece of stone in the backyard or your front yard 
because it's unique, it's rare, you know? But guess what, Jen? You and all the people who are listening today, you are more unique, more rare than a diamond. You are somebody. Yes, I love it. You are somebody unique. Be you. Yes. Be the best you. I tell people all the time, be the best you that God created you to be. Nobody else can be like you. Yes. Nobody else. Like I tell people, you know, you are the star in the movie of your life. Make every day an Oscar-winning performance. Life is a performance. Don't go to work tomorrow. Go to perform. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't go to work. Go to perform. You know, life. You're the world is your stage, and you're the, your star. Nobody yes. can play Jen better than Jen. No, nobody you are right. Lincoln better than Lincoln. I don't want nobody to substitute for me. Right? No, this is our time. Yes. Make the best of it. Yes. Make the best of it. You know? Yes. Talking about, like, I wrote this book with passion. And I actually wrote the workshop first. And I know when the seed was planted in my head. It was September of 1995. I was promoted, relocated to Houston, Texas. A friend invited me to go see a football game with him. And Jen, this was the first time I'm going to the uh, live professional football game. There were like 80,000 people in the stadium. And you could imagine the noise and the drinking. And by halftime, I think everybody, everybody was drunk, <laughs> except me, because I'm a one beer kind of guy. And then and the, the Miami Dolphins was playing the Houston Oilers. I had just moved from Miami, so you know who I'm supporting. And my yeah. friend who gave me the ticket is supporting Houston, and we kicking their butt. <laughs> we having such, I'm having such a great time. And then in the middle of like the third quarter, everything went silent, Jen. I was not hearing any of the external noise that's happening around me, but a voice in my head. And Jen, the voice knew my name. And the voice was saying things like, Lincoln, look at you, man. I haven't seen you so excited and having so much fun and so joyful in a long time. Come tomorrow. Where would this joy and this excitement and in, that you're feeling right now go? Tuesday, mm -hmm. Wednesday. Lincoln, what if you could find a way to bottle how you're feeling right now and apply it to what you do every day? Mm. And then that was when the seed was planted. And I've written a lot of stuff, a lot. When I sat down to write that workshop, Jen, yep. the pen just flowed. And just to give you a, a quick little short synopsis overview. Yes, please. Everybody agree that people who have a passion for what they do will excel at what they do. Yes, absolutely. So, and nobody... I've never met a human being who said to me, Lincoln, I don't want to excel. But what happens, people allow circumstances, they allow, allow other people, naysayers, negative people to influence them. Mm -hmm. So I've heard a lot of speakers talk about passion. I've heard coaches, I will coach myself, ask for passion or ask for heart. I heard one speaker even refer to it as the it factor, but I've never had somebody define it clarify it exactly what it is. Is it just a scissor, a feeling that comes and goes? 
But the Lord said to me, it's so much more than that. So the passion, the P, pride. Take pride in what you do. And this pride is not a hoity-toity pride, no stuck up in the air kind of pride. Look at me, I'm the best. No, it's a personal pride. At the end of the day, you can look at it, schedule for the day and say, I did my best today. Yeah. The A is attitude. Your attitude towards life determines life's attitude towards you. If you get up in the morning and you say, oh, it's going to be a crappy day today. Well, it's going to be crappy. No, you're not going to be disappointed. Mm-hmm. You know, your attitude towards life. Look, if we, we find what we look for in life, if we look for the bright side, we're going to find it. For example, look what's happening right now. In this COVID situation, mm-hmm. a lot of people are looking, well, I can't go to parties anymore. I can't go to the beach. I can't do this. I can't do mm-hmm. that. Think about what you can do. Yeah. I mean, look at you and me. You in Hamilton, Canada. I'm in Atlanta, Georgia. And we're having a great conversation. Yeah. Like you're right there. Yes. You know, I, I tell people, you, you, the average person, your biggest monthly bill is either your rent or your mortgage. Mm-hmm. Prior to the COVID, how much time you spent in this place that you're spending so much money for? Right. So no, true. Enjoy it. That you spend, you know, enjoy, yeah. look for the bright side in every situation. Now, our father has removed all the distraction because he wants to have more one-on-one time with us. Mm-hmm. Enjoy it. Families have, can have meals together now, you know, yeah. because you're not going out anymore. Home-cooked meal is the best meal. Oh, yes. So look for the bright side of every situation. You're going to find what you look for. That's the A. Your first S is special. And it's so connected to I am somebody. Oh, so. People have a passion for what they do. They go out of their way to make other people feel special. But before you can make somebody feel special, you got to know you're special. Absolutely. And you're special, one of a kind, unique. There's no other one like you. You're so mm-hmm. special. So when you look in the mirror, please, I am so special. Now I can go make other people feel special. The second S is service. People who have a passion for what they do, they do not work. They serve. They, they grasp every opportunity to help somebody, to serve somebody. Service to humanity is the best work of life. Mm-hmm. That's a, a tenant of the JC Creed. The I is initiative. They yeah. don't have to be told. They see something that needs to be done, they do it. Mm-hmm. And they do it with integrity. And the O is ownership. Whose time is it now? It's your time and my time. Mm-hmm. This is our time. This is our world. Too many people are putting, pointing fingers at other people, you know? Own your situation, own your life. Only this is yours. This is ours. Yes. Own it. Yeah. And the end is never give up. The end is never give up. Too many people are giving up too quickly. Mm-hmm. The first obstacle that comes in the way. You know, you have friends. I have friends. Every time I talk to them, they're either in a new relationship because that one didn't work out, or they're unhappy in their job. They're looking for a new job, mm-hmm. or they're in a different weight loss program, or Changing, 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 and he never gave it enough chance. Right. Think about if Jesus Christ had given up on you and me. Where would we be? Finish what you start. Never give up. Find a way. Look at a, I always like to use the reference of a river. Mm-hmm. A river comes down and it's flowing and it reaches a big rock. What does it do? It doesn't turn back. No. <laughs> no. 
No, and find a way to go around it, over it, or under, under it. it. Yeah. You know, and but it keeps going. It never stops. It keeps going. Mm-hmm. You know, keeps going. I know. I'm, I I used to fly a lot. And then the, the pilot, you know, whenever he said, you know, we're going to, we're going to, we're approaching some turbulent weather. What does he say? I'm going to turn around and go back. No, fasten your seatbelts. Fasten your seatbelts. So when things get rough, and they will. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Fasten your seatbelts. Ride it through. And guess what? At the end of it, you're going to be so much stronger than you were before. Mm-hmm. Never give up. So, so that's what passion is all about. Mm-hmm. That's I love it. All about yeah, and and I'm I'm on a mission to tell people stop working, start performing, fire yourself from the current your current title, and rehire yourself as a trusted business partner. We are all in this business together. Whatever you do, we it's a you're a, in a partnership. It's a partnership. Give your best. Bring all of you, who you mm-hmm. are, to the partnership. So yes, that's yes. what passion is all about. That's what I'm about. And I do some other, you know, speaking topics kind of deal, but that's my favorite. I love it. I think it's great. It totally speaks with the whole I am somebody thing. Ooh. I absolutely love all of that like I'm just kind of still in awe your journey to me is absolutely inspiring I love that you've been everywhere and that you have so many amazing stories that you're able to share with us and you keep being you because we all absolutely appreciate it I would love for you like where can we pick up your book it's on Amazon okay Barnes and Noble, but if you want a, like, a signed copy, you can go to my website and, and hit the with passion and you can order it there and you get a signed copy. When you order the book from my website, you get a sign like what I have in the back. You can see my nice. sign. Yes, yes. Yeah, because people read a lot of books. Mm-hmm. And after a week or two, they forget what they read. They read in the next one. Yeah. This book is not, I want people to remember, to retain Mm-hmm. You know? yeah. Oh, and by the way, Jen, I offer you and your audience. I do a, a Tuesday tip every Tuesday. Oh yeah. I call it my RAT Tuesday tip. R A T. R stands for retain. A stands for apply, and T stands for transfer. Love it. Yeah. Share with what the more we. How do we retain? We repeat. Yes. We retain. And you've heard the statement: knowledge is power. Mm-hmm. But that's one of the biggest BS statements I've ever heard. Knowledge only becomes powerful when it's applied in a constructive, positive way. Yeah. And the T, the transfer, the more I share, the more I know. The more I share what I know, the more I know. So anybody would like to, I'm sure Jen's going to share my contact. Just send me an email and say, hey, put me on the tip. On yeah, the tip. I... I love it. And I definitely will share your contact information, your website. I will put it all in the show notes that if anybody wants to grab your book or come work with you, you work with the public, right? Oh, anybody who needs me, I'm available. If you you go go. to my website, you will see it says coach on demand. Love it. I'm available. And my, my, I work with people in terms of, I don't have set fees. 
because my mission is to help people. I will work with you. Love it. Awesome. You guys heard them. So go, if you guys are struggling to remember that you guys are special and that you are somebody go visit his website. I'll put all that information in the show notes. And I am just going to thank you again for coming on here. I absolutely appreciate it, Lincoln. You have opened up my eyes to a whole new world. And I am going to um, definitely take a check out your book and give it a read. I am really excited to see what's all in there. So again, thank you so much for coming, Lincoln. I really do appreciate it. You're welcome, and thank. It was such a pleasure meeting you and sharing with you. And if we touch one soul today, we made a difference. Absolutely, and I believe we have. I believe there are souls out there being touched, and I think there's souls out there being touched by you every day, no matter where you go. You just have this presence about you. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, guys. Thank you all for tuning in. I will have all the contact information in the show notes. So thank you. Thank you all again for tuning in. We absolutely appreciate and love every single one of you. Remember, you are somebody and you are special. So please don't forget to head over to my website at www.iamsomebody2 as in the number two and subscribe to my website and my podcast and share it with your family and friends. All right, guys, thank you all. Take care. Bye-bye.